0: Hello and welcome to the Lead and Succeed podcast. I'm Jimmy Glenos, your work life performance coach. This podcast is dedicated to anyone and everyone who wants to get a little more out of work and a lot more out of life to achieve peak performance. As your coach, I am ready to stand toe to toe to meet you where you are and guide you to higher energy balanced emotions, and limitless fulfillment. Let's get things started. Hello, I'm Jimmy Glenos, your work-life performance coach, and welcome to the Lead and Succeed podcast. A few weeks ago, I wrote a blog, and I thought it was about time that I brought it into podcast. And the blog was called The Power of Inclusion. Now, right now, we're at a crossroad of division and isolation. The senseless murders of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey, and, and so many others has exacerbated division across our country. While the COVID pandemic has intensified loneliness and isolation with the need to stay safe at home, reducing contact with loved ones and resorting to impersonal masked encounters in public spaces. We are at a crossroad that must be resolved to heal wounds, repair wrongs, and restore humanity. There's been a lot of talk about racism, diversity, equity, and inclusion, as there should be. Black people, Latinx, immigrants of color, Native Americans, BIPOC, GSRM, LGBTQ, and every other group of people who have been oppressed, repressed, and depressed have seen and heard enough already about what we should do or what we will do about racism and equality in society and in the workplace. The problem is that all of this talk about the need for change isn't enough. In fact, It's probably not even helpful to the cause. Talk is just talk. What we need right now is action in our schools, in the workplace, in our government, and on the streets where we meet each other every day. Now, I can't speak to the actions that we should take or can take in the government and in our schools, but I can speak to what we can do in the workplace and in our daily lives. Those two places are vibrant and bustling with activity and are craving the need for inclusion. Most of the time when we think about making change, particularly in the workplace, we start with training. When we need to develop new skills, that's a really good place to start. But in the case of inclusion, training doesn't really work Look, I'm a trainer, and I'm telling you, training people on how equity and inclusion work and how it benefits the organization just doesn't stick. Well, at least not with the ones it was intended to stick. When training is implemented, the folks at the top just aren't moved by the training. I mean, nothing really happens. There's a lot of talk, and there may be some activity, but not very much changes at the top. The interesting thing is that people of color and women are particularly moved from this very same training. These folks re recognize the need for social and economic change and are inspired to speak up and act after receiving this very same training. The ones who are oppressed make the noise, while the ones in power simply look at it as an annual mandatory training they need to do to stay compliant. But why does this training not seem to work? Well, training implies that we don't know something, and we must be instructed or taught how to do it. And to that point, training doesn't address the internal thoughts, the beliefs, the dialogue, and for you coaches out there, the energy we all have regarding a certain subject. Training is something we have to do, it's mandated by corporate or from school or some certifying agency. It's not something we really want to do. The way we get to real change in our minds and in our hearts is through three things. Learning, experience, and practice. Let's look at the first step to real change, learning. Learning is something that we explore of our own volition in our comfort zone with subjects we find interesting, with the hope of gaining knowledge, improvement, and maybe even some advantage. Learning is growing. Learning is expanding. Learning is maximizing potential. So how do we do learning? Well, we can read things outside of our comfort zone, like books written by Black authors, or watching Black written and directed films or TV shows. We learn from watching other people in their environments being themselves. So learning is basically expanding your horizon and exploring new cultures and communities. But learning's not enough. The next step is experience. But how do we get experience in a culture that's not familiar to us? We do it by putting ourselves in contact with people that are unlike us. It can be as simple as talking with an introvert, when we ourselves are an extrovert. Or maybe asking a rival sports fan what they like so much about their team or certain players on that team. Or asking someone from a different background or a different country what it's like in their home country and how does it feel to live here in America? When we do this, we share with others our curiosity for their point of view, their way of life, their goals, their values, and their dreams. And if we expect to make any meaningful change in the world, we need to practice. And that's the third part, practice. Practice means doing the work, not just by yourself, but with others. I call it practice because you might not get it right the first time, or the next time, or even the next hundred times, but keeping silent and not practicing is hurtful to others, and actually perpetuates division and isolation. But putting yourself in a space of practice shows that you care about the other person, that you want to learn more about them, that you want to see them succeed, and you want to be a partner in their desire to be included. So what does practice look like? It comes in so many forms and styles. Practicing inclusion can be as simple as listening to another person's perspective without trying to explain your point of view. Practicing inclusion can be hearing someone's opinion and not shooting it down or trying to share your own opinion. Practicing inclusion can be simply being with someone fully and listening to them without judgment, without the need to insert your feelings or thoughts, without trying to hurry the conversation along. Just being there and listening, thoughtfully, and mindfully. When we take the time to be truly curious about others, to know where they come from, to learn what it was like growing up, what it's like for them right now, to hear about their dreams and their greatest accomplishments, we begin to create a sense of belonging. Belonging is the opposite of division and isolation. Belonging is the feelings of love and support and purpose and value. Belonging is being connected to others without judgment, without agenda, and without a need to prove one's own worth. The power of inclusion begins with the sense of belonging. When we know we are worth something to someone, we feel like we belong. Make a difference in someone's life today and make them feel like they truly belong. Well, that's it for today. But before we go, I want to thank you for making us a part of your busy day. I'm Jimmy Glenos, your work-life performance coach, and you've been listening to the Lead and Succeed podcast. See you tomorrow, everybody.